This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. Australia has one of the highest food allergy rates in the world. According to the Food Authority of New South Wales, food allergies now affect 1 in 10 infants and around 2 in 100 adults in Australia. Sending children with allergies and anaphylaxis to schools can be worrying for many parents, especially for those newly arrived in Australia who may not be aware of the systems and guidelines in place. Management of an allergic child in education and care relies on the communication between parents, schools and clinicians. Maria Said, CEO of Allergy and Anaphylaxis Australia, says allergies in schools are relatively well managed in Australia and it firstly starts with finding a knowledgeable professional who you can trust. You're talking about allergic disease. You need to be under the care of a doctor with experience in allergy. It's critical that people find a doctor that they trust, understanding that they won't have all the answers because there is a lot that is still unknown about allergic disease. But finding someone that you trust and then taking their advice and continuing under their care is what we recommend. When sending children with allergies or anaphylaxis to education and care, it's a requirement for parents to provide information about the child's condition, including an action plan. The Australasian Society of Clinical Immunology and Allergy Action Plan is a medical document that provides clear and evidence-based information to recognise and manage an allergic reaction. The document needs to be completed and signed by the treating doctor or nurse practitioner. Dr Katie Frith is a paediatric immunologist and allergist at Sydney Children's Hospital. There are a number of different action plans and they're all available free to download from the ASCIA website. The commonest action plan you'll probably hear about is often called the RED action plan. So that's the action plan for anaphylaxis and that's to be provided if you've been diagnosed with a food allergy and prescribed an adrenaline injector. There's also a green action plan to be provided to children who haven't been prescribed adrenaline injector but are still at risk of an allergic reaction. Action. action plans are free to download from the ASCIA website and translated versions are also available. An action plan does not expire, but it may need a review every so often, which should be decided by your doctor. Sometimes some schools request that the action plan is updated every year, but this is not actually necessary because for some children with some allergies, we might only review them every 18 months or every two years. Last year, Australia launched a nationwide best practice guideline for anaphylaxis prevention and management in schools and care. According to Ms Saeed, one of the key messages in this new guideline is the importance of being allergy-aware rather than relying on the blanket ban of certain foods such as nuts and eggs, which can create a false sense of security. Banning does not work. We've got to have systems in place to help reduce risk within the class environment. And I'm not saying we're telling everyone to bring peanut or to bring sesame into the classroom. For Novia Chan, whose son Tristan is allergic to many foods, such as dairy products, eggs, seafood and nuts, educating her son about his condition and having firm rules set in place is critical. And I also tell Tristan to not eat anything given from the others. If he want to try something he never had before, always bring it to me so I can check the ingredients, make sure they're nut-free, dairy-free and egg-free. At Tristan's school, 
Action plans are displayed in the classroom, reminding the teachers and peers about his condition. It allows the students to naturally learn about allergies and be mindful of what is packed in their lunchboxes. Luckily, food sharing is prohibited at school, and all students are told not to share their snacks or lunch with their peers. It's important that parents and school staff work together, and that all children are involved in the care at an age-appropriate level. Says Ms. Saeed. So educating the child with food allergy, educating their peers on how to look out for their friend that's got food allergy, communicating the risk of anaphylaxis, and then putting lots of strategies in place to help reduce the risk of anaphylaxis to that child. But importantly. To also know how to recognise an allergic reaction and what to do when it happens, because it will happen. Parents are also required to provide any medication outlined in the action plan. Schools will have an emergency kit for each allergic student, which contains their action plan and medication. It's a good idea to keep note of the expiry dates of the medication, as a student may not be able to attend excursions and incursions if the medications are expired. In Australia, you don't need a prescription to obtain adrenaline injectors, EpiPen, or Anapen. But buying in this way can be expensive, costing around seventy-five to a hundred dollars for an injector, says Dr. Frith. The most efficient way to get adrenaline injectors is to have a PBS authority prescription, and that will allow you to have two adrenaline injectors for around forty dollars. The initial PBS authority prescription may be given by a specialist, and thereafter prescriptions can be written by your GP. Dr. Frith encourages her patients to hold onto expired adrenaline injectors as a backup, as we saw a national shortage of supplies due to the pandemic last year. It's important that you've always got access to an in-date adrenaline injector, but I think adrenaline doesn't lose its potency completely, so it's often good to have it as a backup if it's expired. You can either practice using it on an orange or a water bottle just to get familiar with it, and you can dispose of it with your pharmacy. Sending children with allergies to school can be worrying for parents, but establishing effective communication, not just with your child but with the school, will be crucial to educating and being allergy aware. This was an SBS Radio podcast. For more settlement guide stories, visit sbs.com.au/radio.